What's up, everyone? Welcome into the Cannonballs podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Dane Cannon. Co-hosting with me today is this fucking special guy over here pretending to smoke out of his pen. Your boy, Jake motherfucking Bulls on the mic one, two. And guys, if you listen to our uh, most recent episode, we covered linebackers and we covered uh, safeties in our top five. We kind of said that we were going to be doing uh, top five corners and a mock draft in the same episode. We're going to actually do a separate video for the mock draft because it'll be our first one ever. We kind of want to just get this top five uh, cornerbacks. It's the last position group that we have. And this is a great class. I think that cornerback might actually be the deepest position in this year's draft. Um, I think that this has some of the most elite prospects in my personal opinion. So I'm excited to get into this one with you guys. Jake's going to be doing the same thing recently where he basically goes off of PFFs and we do a comparison between my top five and their top five. Jake, do you have anything to add before we get going? No, let's do it. All right. So, oh, guys, follow us on our Instagram at Cannonballs with the Z underscore podcast. Um, And on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment. Yes, there you go. So for number five for me, um, this can be interchanged with several players. But for me, I have Tyreek Stevenson out of the University of Miami. Um. I will say this right off the gate. His athleticism isn't the best, but it is pretty decent. Um, He almost had a vertical jump of 40 inches. His broad was over 10 feet, which is good. His 40-yard dash is average. It's about 4'4", somewhere around there. Six foot, 198. So he's got decent size for a cornerback. Um, I think that he's good in uh, press and slow releases. Um, he's got decent footwork. He, he, he's got pretty springy leaps and I think that he high points the ball really well. I will say that off man and zone, he could use improvement. I would say more so in zone coverage. I think that he is a little bit better in man coverage, not the best, but, um, zone definitely needs work. I think that if a scheme or if a team drafts him, it'll be more so for man. Um, I will say that he is really good with his hand usage. He is good at breaking up passes and he is pretty good at recovering um, with pretty decent acceleration. Overall, I think that if he sees the game break down a little bit, if, if he's better at breaking down the game, I think he'll be better in zone, but that's where his weakness is for me. But, you know, I think that with the prototypical size that the NFL is kind of going for cornerbacks, You know, they want bigger cornerbacks that can be utilized in the uh, run game as well. I think that he is coming up and I think that he will rise up draft boards personally. Um, But yeah, I I like him. I just want to see him do better in zone coverage personally. All right. Uh, PFF has him as their number seven uh, cornerback. So not too far off. Yeah. for uh, their number five, they have Emmanuel Forbes. You got See, him. I I left him out because of his size. Mm. He is he's great. He he mm. plays well above his size, but he is like hundred and sixty pounds. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, he is tiny. Yeah, they have him at 
six one one sixty six. So that yeah, is that is small. Uh, I'm the I mean I'm not a giant person, but I weighed one hundred and sixty pounds my freshman year of high school. So that's uh pretty wild. I mean, his, um, I guess his I, coverage skills are really good. I like Emmanuel Forbes' production, but he's he's just too much of a string bean for me, which is why I left mm-hmm. him out of my top five. I think the production's better than Tyreek Stevenson. I'll give him that. But how mm-hmm. much is it going to translate to the NFL? I don't know, because if, if he's trying to press someone, he's not going to be able to do it by any means. He's just going to get blown off because he's so small. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he had a 87.2 PFF grade. Pros, remarkably lanky frame, limbs for days, uh, has bounced like a hooper. He can challenge any catch point necessary. Elite ability to locate the football. Uh, cons, still a stick. Not much mass on his frame. <laughs> has eyes that get him in trouble. Some freelance tendencies uh, on tape. Can get bold over in the run game. Mediocre tackler over the course of his career. So it looks like a strictly pass defender kind of guy. Um, uh, he was tied 36 in coverage stops with 12. Uh, and everything else is just kind of higher. Um, yeah, so where he wins, ball skills, what's his role, versatile cornerback, and where can he improve muscle mass. Um, yeah, so like I said, he was 6'1", 166. Arm length, 32.25, uh, 40-yard dash, super, super quick, uh, 4.35, uh, vertical jump, 37.5, and a broad jump of 10.4. So, Emmanuel Forbes, ladies and gents. Who's your number four, Danny? Uh, for number four, so he- here's the thing. I think the top four cornerbacks in this year's draft are somewhat interchangeable. I think that you can make a case for any of these guys to possibly go cornerback one, except my number three. I think I'm banking on the upside of this guy more so than the other players. I think the production of um, my first, second and fourth, who I'm about to talk about kind of have them uh, at a higher pedigree than my number three, but the athleticism for my number three is just off the charts. Um, number four for me is Joey Porter Jr. And like we talked about off camera, he reminds me, we, he reminds us a lot of his father. Like he is, he is great. And I think that he is probably one of the best man coverage corners I've seen in a while. The only thing that I will say is he is too handsy. And I think that that's going to come to bite him in the NFL. I think he's going to get flagged quite a bit, but it's also a good thing because of how physical he is. And he puts himself in great position. He's, physical he can tackle he he's he's got great ball production the only thing that worries me about him is how handsy he is and i think that that dropped him a little bit for me because i'm worried about how it's going to transition into the nfl because the nfl is so freaking flag happy in comparison to college football Mm -hmm. but i mean you know he's pretty athletic uh, almost 11 feet Bench press 17, which is good for a cornerback. Vertical jump was like 35 inches. He runs in the 4-4, so he's got good athletic tools. He's 6'2", so he's prototypical height. He's 193, so maybe not the heaviest, but that's still good for cornerback. I think that that's Mm -hmm. great. Um, I don't think that he's the twitchiest. I think he's got pretty fluid hips. I think he, he can run stride for stride with 
almost any wide receiver in this year's draft. And he's physical. He can knock them off their routes. I think that that's great. He can win at the high point. You you could honestly make a case for me for Joey Porter to be number one, and I would not be disappointed with it because I think that he has that upside. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's great at um, tackling. It, it's just more so like I'm just worried necessarily how handsy he is. That's basically my biggest knock for him. And I think that if he was a little bit more quick, I think that he would be number one easily. But yeah, Joey Porter Jr., great cornerback, number four for me. All right. Uh, yeah, PFF also has him at number four. Oh, cool. um, yeah, he's projected as a first-round talent, had a PFF grade of 73.2 last year. Pros and cons, massive wingspan, uh, envelops receivers at the line and can play the catch point from behind, uh, pop in his hands, Uh Eyes quick to get back to the football and locate it in the air. Uh, cons, below average recovery speed. Issues, press technique to latch on entirely. Called for 10 penalties. Yeah. Uh, lacks the burst you want, changing directions. Needs a few gather steps. Um, superlatives, second enforced incompletion, incompletion percentage at 40%. So pretty impressive. Uh, and he's also tied 28th for forced incompletions at 12. Um, so pretty good. Uh, where he wins, uh, getting a jam on wide receivers. Uh, what's his role? Press cornerback. And just like you said, where he can improve, needless grabbing, uh, flagged only three times uh, in the th- past three seasons or in the past season uh it won't be the case at the next level just like you said so yeah definitely needs to work on that but other than that he looks you know pretty solid all his measurements stack up um so yeah i'm excited to see him i always like it's kind of weird we're at the age where people we watched grow uh as kids are now have kids in the nfl so What's that tell you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who's you got number three, Dane? Number three. So like I said, I don't necessarily think that he has the pedigree that some of the other cornerbacks do. But my number three is Deontay Banks. And I am. Hey, that is PFF's number three as well. Hell yeah. This guy tested off the freaking charts, man. I mean, he's six foot. I think he's just under 200 pounds. So he's damn near 200 pounds, six foot. Maybe he doesn't have the longest arms for a cornerback, but he ran in the four threes, 40. His vertical jump was, I think around like 42 inches around there. Broad jump was almost 11, uh, 11 feet, five inches. It was like 11, four, 11, three, somewhere around there. His 10 yards, his 10 yard split was like 1.49. This dude, tested off the freaking charts and when you watch i think he rose Did you say up his boards. 40 time Did yeah you say four, his 40 time? he yeah. was like in the four threes i think yeah he was and he definitely rose up draft boards because of his um nfl combine i think that he kind of got lost in transition because he played for maryland who's not like the best school when it comes to nfl um production you know they don't necessarily produce the most nfl talent But after watching his tape, man, like he kind of blew me away. And I think that, you know, his speed definitely shows and he's able to track wide receivers. He's able to run stride for stride because he's got that quickness to him. Um, His 
His hips are very fluid. He's able to high point balls like crazy because of his vertical jump. I mean, the athleticism shows out. Um, I think that you can use him in multiple different coverages. Uh, you know, he's able to mirror wide receivers and he's got a great feel for um, the game and he's able to break up passes left and right. He's also a pretty sure tackler. I think that he's able to um, kind of play through perimeter blocks in a way that other cornerbacks aren't able to. I think that he's able to just get around it very easily. I will say that he kind of gets um loss on certain complex like double move routes i think that he could definitely improve on that and he's sometimes slow to anticipate route breaks from man coverage <clears throat> but he he definitely shows that he's able to and i i love the upside of this guy i think that he's got one of the highest ceilings of any cornerback in this year's draft um maybe he could work on the run as well but i think that if he puts those things together, he could easily be my number one. So Deontay Banks at three. Yeah, he definitely could work on the run. Um, that's where he lo- scored the lowest. His uh, run defense for 2022 was a 57.7. Um, but he had a overall 72.0 PFF grade. Excuse me. Pros glides downfield, has such easy recovery speed, agility for a tall corner. Um, outstanding tackler cons. He's tall. His, he'll stall feet and press as he punches. He leaves himself in bad positions, awareness issues on tape, whether it's knowing when to find the ball or recognizing route concepts and shoulder injury caused him to miss most of 2021. Um, uh, superlatives force incompletions tie 24th at 13. Force incompletion percentage, 21.7, tied 47th, uh, tied 30th in missed tackles. He only had one, which is impressive. Tied 32nd in missed tackles percentage at 2.8, 27th in press coverage snaps at 359. So pretty solid. Where he wins, uh, mirrorability, what's his role, versatile quarterback, cornerback, and uh, where he can improve, press technique. So, yeah, I, I like I like him, man. I I yeah, really man. do. Yeah, man, his vertical jump 42, 42 inches. That's crazy, dude. That's so uh, it's so high. Um, exciting. All right, Dane, who do you got at number two? Number two, I got my guy. I got Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, and. I loved watching Christian Gonzalez. You know, we got him from uh, University of Colorado and he's a, he's another athletic freak. In my opinion, he's not maybe I don't think he's as athletic as Deontay Banks, but he's right there. I know that he ran in the four threes as well. I think it was like higher time. I think it was like four, three, nine, four, three, eight around there. Vertical jump was close to 42 inches as well. I think he jumped like 41 inches. Broad jump was over 11 feet. And, you know, he he actually did more bench press reps than I thought he would get. Um, I think he got around like 15, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look. I think he got like 14 or something like that. Yeah, he got 14. Yeah. So he I think that um, Christian Gonzalez definitely utilizes his um, 
his speed to his advantage. I think that he's able to mirror just about any receiver in this year's draft. I like his tackling ability. I think he could clean it up a little bit, but he's got a nose for the ball, man. Like he definitely knows when the ball's coming. He can, you know, set a receiver off track a little bit, just enough to put himself in good position to make a play on the ball. He high points the ball. He's dude. I don't know what it is. Christian Gonzalez is just, he has the talent to be number one. I think the reason he's not number one for me is because my number one, I think is better at tackling and more physical. I definitely think that he could play with a little bit more strength to his game. And if he does that, Christian Gonzalez could easily be number one because I think he's one of the best coverage corners in this year's draft. So yeah, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, number two. Yeah. Uh, PFF also has him at number two. Um, Hell yeah. I'm like, that's yeah, three in a row now. About one. I think the very first one, number yep. five, right? My number five, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's uh, number two. Uh, he's 6'2", 201. He's young. He's only a sophomore? Yeah. Wow. I think he's Crazy. a redshirt sophomore, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Er, gotcha. He's either a red. I thought he was a junior. Maybe he is a redshirt sophomore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but PFF grade, 81.2. Pros, effortless movement skills for his size. He's Always looks under control. Man, yeah. Size, athleticism, uh, line up anywhere in the secondary and still be effective. Uh, Well-proportioned with long arms. Does not get pushed around on tape. Uh, cons, missing some killer instinct. Could really impose his will more than he does. Too many losses at the catch point. Often, content, often content to play hands instead of attacking ball. Uh, urgency needs to improve in zone coverage late to abandon pedal to pick up receivers. Um, he's tied 49th or he was tied 49th in tackles at 45 49th in missed tackles, uh, 4.9. And that's pretty much it for him, uh, where he wins movement skills. What's his role versus a cornerback and where he can improve playing with an edge. So just like you said, he needs to get that killer instinct in him, get that dog mentality, which yeah, more he has physical. all the he has all the ability to do that. It's just a mindset kind of thing. Um couple things. Uh coverage grade, he was at 81.4, run defense grade 75.9, tackling grade 83. Uh where he lacked uh, coverage grade zone 84.5, where he lacked was man at 64.4. So see, I liked him in man. But yeah, zone, he, he can just read the ball. He's just got a nose for the ball, man. He really does. Damn. His, uh, play, player comparison is, uh, was that Rogers Cromartie? So that's pretty good. He's a pretty good cornerback. All right. And obviously our number one is Devon Witherspoon. Yep, that was kind of leaked in our previous episode, but he is my number one as well. <laughs> He's just under six foot. He it's weird, man, because this this guy plays a lot bigger than he is. I think he was I don't even think he was close to 200. I think he was in the one low 180s for his weight, but he plays like he's 215 pounds. Like he is, in my opinion, the most physical of the cornerbacks and he is locked down. 
I loved watching this man's tape, especially against Michigan. That is one of the best. If you guys want to watch a game for Devon Witherspoon, watch him against Michigan. He is shut down. He is physical. He imposes his will. He's athletic. I don't even think he tested at the combine, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, he didn't. I don't. I don't think he's going to run like a four three, but I think he would probably be in the four fours. He's instinctive. He tackles really well. Uh, he's impressive with his route recognition. He can jump routes left and right. Uh, he just he just pops off the screen for me, and I don't have too much on the negative side. I think that even though I say he's really good at tackling, sometimes they can kind of bounce off because he does have a tendency to sometimes lower the shoulder and expect the receiver to fall down every single time. Um, he may not be the fastest, but I, I don't know, man. I think he can run stride for stride with anyone. I, I think he could be put on an Island in the NFL and just do work. Devon Witherspoon, number one for me. That's hilarious. That's exactly what PFF said. What's his oh, role? Really? Island number one cornerback. Oh, um, yeah, boy. So he had a 92 PFF grade um, last year, which is very impressive. Pros, feisty play style, a nuisance to every receiver lined up across from him. Elite click and close ability, springy out of breaks, ability to diagnose routes in second to none in the class uh, cons one season of high end production. So he kind of really only had one season of, you know, serious, you know, playmaking uh, his other, you know, he had a 69.3 in 2021 and a 68.1 PFF grade in 2020. So yeah. Um, only 180 pounds still on the thin side for an NFL corner and he's grab grabby and needlessly aggressive at times. So that could get him in trouble. Hopefully he cleans that up a little bit. Um, but you know, what? I like it. I like the aggressiveness. Um, I think it's a little bit different than Joey Porter though. Like Joey Porter will straight up just hold you. <laughs> like when I watched his tape, he'll just grab on. I feel like Devon Witherspoon will like grab, but release a little bit more effectively than Joey. Hmm. Um, yeah, so Devon Witherspoon was uh, tied second for forced incompletions at 18, tied fourth for forced incompletion percentage at 28.6, and he had he was second in man coverage snaps at 560. Jesus Christ. Um, Dude, he's so, a yeah, beast. they trusted him. Um, but where he wins, processing speed, what's his role? Like Dane said, Island, number one cornerback, uh, where he can improve penalties. Um, so, yeah, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive draft class for cornerbacks. Uh, it's going to make some teams very happy. Um, you know, cornerbacks are like when you get a good cornerback, it can just like it changes your defense. Like you can you can have a good defense and not have good cornerbacks, but if you have a good cornerback, it can just cut half the field. Um, so, I mean, look what freaking sauce did to the jets. Like it yep. just improved that defense I, like completely. I would say he reminds me a little bit like sauce Gardner. He, he may not have the height of sauce Gardner, but the way that he plays reminds me of him. I dude, I freaking love honestly, Devon or Devin. I can't remember if he goes by Devon or Devin Witherspoon. He's probably my favorite 
cornerback prospect I've watched other than Sauce Gardner in the last like five years. He's great. I love him. Right on. It's going to be exciting. Some teams are going to get some pretty decent cornerbacks. I mean, that's five right there. Uh, uh, and, and it's deeper, right? Like, it's not just these five guys. That, oh, that yeah. No, no, no. It's a, it's a deep class. Like, you'll, you'll find mm-hmm. guys on day two and three that can play. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Exciting stuff. Um, yeah, I guess that's it for this episode, though. <laughs> yeah, guys, this is a nice, quick, short one. Um, stay tuned. Jake and I are going to try a mock draft for y'all. Um, if you guys aren't already, follow us on our Instagram. Like I already mentioned at the beginning, Cannonballs with a Z underscore podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Jake, close us out. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on YouTube, too, please. Uh, subscribe to our channel. Like some shit. Comment. Talk shit if we don't know what the hell we're talking about. I mean, yeah. Um, so thanks for listening. And as always, Ha, 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 ha.